Leave your excuses after the beep, a podcast created for anyone who has ever used an excuse to not do something that you said you would. Does this sound familiar? From busy, overworked, stressed out moms to thriving moms, wives, and health coaches, Kitty Clemens and Kyla McComas are Midwest moms who are breaking down excuses and empowering others to do the same. Listen in to hear which of our excuses we break down next. I'm Kyla McComas. And I'm Kitty Clemens. Wednesday, yeah, like you said, it's the last day of May. How is that possible? Uh, I talked to uh, I talked to myself yesterday. <laughs> I did a video and uh, was talking about how tomorrow, the first of June, officially marks six months in of 2023, and was encouraging people to go back and look at what sort of goals you had set at the beginning of the year. Because most of us have either forgotten them completely, um, haven't looked at them, totally threw them out the window, or maybe we never even wrote them down to begin with. And just giving people an opportunity to look at that and maybe make some subtle or very large changes for the last six months of 2023. But that's not what we're talking about today. Well, it kind of can correlate or combine that, um, but I didn't realize that June is six months in, and that's something that I really have to do is like, okay, if things are holding me back or, you know, these things are happening, like, have I made those changes? Or, you know, even if it's 1% better than what I was in January, wow, but um. Uh, that kind of comes back to like this, like, um, you know, Kitty mentioned in the post that like, is money really your excuse? And, um, so six months in, are you still using money as your excuse to not move forward in something? Or have you blown that money on a membership on equipment that maybe you got for Christmas or I could go on when I start buying these new gadgets or whatever. Um, Is money the reason or is there something a little deeper than that? And um, so this has been like an ongoing even topic for me is like money, you know, the whole money blockage. And you probably have heard that a lot. And, um, and when you have to make a, maybe a little bit higher payment on something or something that you are like excited about, you know, that's going to work. And then you're saying to, well, even like our clients say to Kitty and I, I just, I got to wait until I get paid or I got, it's just too expensive for me right now. Or I bought this program and I want to try this first. And so ask yourself that question. Um, can you really not afford it? Or is it, um, are you just in fear of something? Are you truly in fear of failure? Um, so ask yourself that question. So Kitty, this is a, this is a great topic. We hear it all the time. And, um, 
it's nerve wracking. I mean, it's also nerve wracking because when you say you don't have money, it's like, should we stop and analyze where we're at of like, okay, I've been working at this job for this long, or is it something else that's really stopping us? Yeah. I think the topic of money can affect us and really kind of hit differently on a number of levels and in a number of areas of our life, right? Like it's not just, can I afford this one thing, but how are you choosing to spend the money that you have? What are you spending it on? Money and budgeting is one of those things that Uh, I put on my list of goals every year and say that I'm going to be better. I'm going to follow a budget. I'm going to be really intentional with knowing where my money goes, because I think that's important. That's, I feel like that's a responsible thing as an adult is to know that if I'm responsible for keeping children alive, for uh, maintaining a household, making um, house payments, uh, you know, keeping up with maintenance on my car, like these things. I should be able to keep track of where my money goes. Like I have a lot of big things that I'm responsible for. Um, It seems kind of silly to not know where your money goes and to know that it's going places that are going to help you to move forward. Mm. And everybody, I'm not here to tell anybody what they should spend their money on or not put their money on. Um, But one of the things that I have found to be interesting is I too have also had money as the excuse to not do things totally. Um, and it's taken some time or, you know, you have to really look at how is this going to benefit me and what, what am I going to get out of this? Is it going to be worth the value of that investment? Because not everything is, you know, some things you're like, Oh, heavens, (laughs) that is definitely not worth that. Um, and you can, Sometimes breaking it down into like, okay, if I already spend this on that and this on that, if I get rid of those two things, then I suddenly, I might have the funds to be able to afford it. Um, But I think money is also the first reason that a lot of us go to when we don't want something to work or we're fearful that it's not going to work for us. Like I, that whole um, bridge to, I don't have money to, I'm afraid to fail again, because hands up, if you've ever invested or put money into something and then it completely failed, whether it was a business adventure, a, you know, maybe it was a fundraiser that you tried to put together, or, um, like you mentioned, Kyla investing in that gym membership, you know, at the beginning of the year, they like give you a, a discounted rate. If you've you know, lock in 12 months and maybe you're looking at, okay, it's six months into the year and I I have stepped foot in the gym, you know, three times that first week of January and haven't been back. So you look at that as a not worthy investment. Um, Or maybe it's some nutritional supplement that you, um, that you thought was going to work really well for you. And, you know, you took it for a couple of days. It didn't make you feel great, or you just kind of forgot about it. Um, one of the things that I would ask you to evaluate would be what sorts of things are you investing in 
that are different than what you've done in the past? Like, are you recycling your money into the same things over and over and over again? Like trying to make that gym membership stick or trying to make that magic thing work for you? Uh, That business adventure that just doesn't seem to get off the ground. Like, are you putting money back into the same things or are you changing your outlook and maybe investing in things in a little bit different way? Right. So, yeah. I mean, you kind of hit that on the head is like a lot of these things um, we feel like take work or extra effort. And then if we jump off and then we wonder why, like, come Monday, like, oh, I gained two pounds or whatever, you know, of course, we're going to talk a lot with the health side of things, but like, and then we give up (laughs) and then we're like, well, I've tried a bajillion things or I, I did all that. It just doesn't work for me. And kind of like what you said, um, that we are so, um, hell bent on, okay, if I don't see results instantly, it's a waste of my money. If I don't um, find the time or I'm too busy, it goes back to money or the fear of, you know, failing again. It always like will circle back to everyone and everything, but the common denominator, which is you, like, what are you doing to change these things? And are we literally just throwing money out there because that is the easiest excuse. That is the easiest thing because we don't want to put any effort on the gym membership or, you know, if you work out at home or um, uh, like these supplements that we think they're the newest, latest and greatest and they work for everybody else and not me. And so money, money, money. And then your significant other is like, well, here you go again. I see all this stuff in the refrigerator or I see, or the cupboards or whatever. And they're like, that's just a waste of money. That's just going to go in the trash and all this stuff. And, and you said it, like, how can we trace it back to, um, um, changing what we've always done? You know, I come to realize like I'm not going to buy a treadmill or the latest Peloton because I just know that's going to sit on my, you know, downstairs and I'll be great for the first two months, but I'll be like, okay, this is not working for me. You know, like, so those are the things where I have to stop and be like, yes, this is not, um, this is not working and it's not anything to do with money. It has everything to do with me. And the fear of telling somebody that I failed to do something that I promised um, or that I really wanted to do. And, you know, how many more times are you going to continue to lie to yourself and say that I'm going to do these things, but you're trying to try it off other other reasons with money or or fear of failure. So, um, so we need to be realistic, right? Right. (laughs) And that's hard. (laughs) Yeah. That whole piece of that, finding that common denominator, the majority of the things that we fail at, at least I've found the things that I have failed at personally 
are the things that required me to show up for myself mm-hmm. and stay consistent and accountable. And I'm not great at that. Hmm. I would bet that a lot of people out there also struggle with that same that same ability to keep yourself personally motivated. Like, there's not a lot of people that are self-driven. Be, yeah. Like, right. Like yeah. I can be driven to a certain extent on my own when pushed or prodded by mm. an outside source. Give me a challenge. Give me a group of people that are trying to do it better. And I will show up and be better than they are <laughs> because I'm competitive by nature. And I want to prove that I can do things. But if it were, if it's just left to me to be like, okay, you are going to be responsible for you to um, achieve X, Y, or Z. You're going to lose 10 pounds. You're going to run a mile every day. You're going to eat healthy, nutritious meals every single day because you know that's what you should do. But you have to make that all happen on your own. That's really hard. (laughs) That's really hard. It'd be one thing if you lived in a little, you know, bubble and you didn't have family, you didn't have kids, you didn't have a spouse, you didn't have a job, you didn't have anything that pulled you in another direction, then maybe, but you'd probably still be bored. And in today's world, be sucked in by Netflix or your phone, because that's where we numb everything with. And that's tough. Like it's tough to have that, that face-to-face reality with yourself and realize that you're not failing, you're likely just quitting before you've even started. You can't fail if you don't quit. Mm, But the majority of us fail and quit. We quit long before we ever give give ourselves the opportunity to win because it's hard or it takes consistent effort or we have an off day and we throw in the towel. And that's not realistic when it comes to fighting for goals that you really have a desire and a passion to achieve. It's not going to be a straight, never a straight line. It's never a straight path. It's always ups and downs. There's always ups and downs. There's always obstacles. And do you have the resilience to overcome that? Just like, do you have the, um, you know, do you have the resources in your world to help you do that? Because we're not saying that you're going to become that person and that you're a bad person for not being that, that self-driven, self-motivated person, but you have to be open to looking outside of yourself for support, accountability, resources. Um, We talk about coaching all of the time, but there is a reason there's a coach for everything because everyone can use a coach in so many facets of their life. And ironically enough, money was a reason that I almost missed out on some really important coaching that I went through, that I worked through last year. Um, And we were just talking before we jumped on this episode that the result of this podcast, this entire podcast and being able to, you know, kind of open up and share our thoughts on, on the topics that we're sharing about really stemmed from the conversations that I had with that coach a year ago about Mm -hmm. like, you know, I think it'd be really cool to do this or this or this, but I don't know where to start. That's not something I've done before. I have no idea who would listen to that. Who do I think I am? Like all of those thoughts started, all those excuses started flowing in 
But that was somebody who challenged, challenged those thoughts and just said, hey, you know, maybe it is something. What if you could? What if you did? What if you didn't fail? What if you were successful? What if what you had to say resonated with one other person? Would that be enough for you to go through the uncomfortable pieces of getting it going? Like, what if? And I think sometimes we need, I think all the time we need that in our world. And a lot of us just don't even know that that's a thing or that that's a possibility. Yeah. You have to ask yourself that question. Like if you knew you couldn't fail, you know, and money wasn't um, your excuse, like what does that look like for you? What, what type of life or goals or whatever you're looking at, what does that look like for you? If you knew you couldn't fail and you and money wasn't the option and what's the other reasons um that's holding you back and you know so those two questions you know failure and money and like all that stu- stuff is like questions you have to you have to ask all the time and um i think you like nailed it like with the whole um uh you know the part of that we have to be realistic and kind of like even what um, our guest last week, Casey said, like with exercise, it took her seven years to get to where she was or is right now. And that's seven years just on exercise. So can you imagine like we are in a world of like quick fixes are the, the thing. And it's like, And then we get so disturbed because we are spending so much. Like it may not seem like so much at the beginning where it's like $50 for this and $10 for this membership. And, you know, it might start off smaller, but over time, because you continue to fail or continue to try the next thing or yada, 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 like we, we get frustrated. And then we come back and said, I've spent way too much money on all these things and nothing's working for me, but we have to be realistic in what has been different this next time around, or this time that you're like, okay, I'm going to do it. And, um, yeah. How are you going to, how are we going to change that? Mm-hmm. So Kitty. So the topic was obviously money. <laughs> so would you say that a lot of times people use that as an excuse or is there something else that's blocking them from achieving their goals? I think that is a two-part question hmm. or a two-part response maybe. Yeah. So initially I can see how Money itself can put up an instant wall or barrier between somebody in where they are and where they want to be. However, there are lots of ways that you can work within the means that you have from a financial standpoint. If you are creative um, and are open and willing to explore different ways of maybe making the money, finding the money, or what you to do, whatever it is that you want to do that you can be successful in finding those those means. Um, The second part to that would be 
Is it really the money or are you not seeing value of what it is that you're doing? Like if, I mean, to be, I mean, let's talk honestly. We, not that we haven't been honest. That's a terrible statement. (laughs) Let me be honest. No, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) To be honest. We've been honest this whole time. But if you are hesitant to jump in with something because the financial um, piece seems daunting, um, what's the reason you're jumping into it? Like, is it a new entrepreneurial thing where you are absolutely miserable in your current uh, work situation? Are you stressed out? Are you missing out on valuable time with your family? Are you missing those, you know, family events, kids recitals, uh, big games, like whatever, like, is there another pain point that you are trying to get away from in looking at this Um, from a health perspective? Are you knocking on the door of requiring medications for Mm -hmm. high blood pressure? Maybe it's high blood sugar. Maybe you've been told you're pre-diabetic or you've got high cholesterol, or you have a close relative who's has major heart um, disease and you are um, genetically potentially inclined to also develop that? Like, what is the lesser of the two evils? Is it investing in your health at this point? Or are you open to spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on your future healthcare costs? Because I can tell you that at this point, uh, you know, it costs an arm and a leg just to go to urgent care for a sore throat or an ear infection, let alone have a major surgery for, um, a heart attack or, you know, something along those lines, even just long-term medications to medicate yourself, um, to prevent, uh, extenuating circumstances from diabetes. I mean, blood pressure meds, it's not like those things are a temporary thing where you can just go on them for a month and then suddenly be cured. Those are diseases that you can't become cured of depending on how far deep you get in that. And as a society, we are seeing people hit those markers earlier and earlier in life. And that just shortens your lifespan. So just another take on yeah. that, but also that knowing that terrible. failure, I mean, that fear of failure of failing at one more thing, I think is one of those underlying um, excuses that kind of rolls into everything, regardless of what it is that you're, that you're jumping into. Like, am I going to be able to do this? Whatever it is. Um, and that's a whole nother, I mean, that's a whole thing that you can unpack. It'll unpack, but I really want to leave it at that. That was like really big at the end of there. Um, in the sense of what are you knocking on the door of? Like, what are you close to? We haven't been scared enough. So we're using money as that, you know, blockage, but what, what are you knocking on the door to? And, you know, a lot of times it's, it's even our children. They're saying even the rate of obesity in children is going to be up by 2025, like by, do you remember the percentage, but it's, it's high. Mm -hmm. And then the obesity of adults is even getting higher. So, um, at this rate, like you are knocking on the door or something. And, And for me, like, I want to be energized for my kids. I may not have like something that I need to be on medication for right now, but it's the kids, it's the energy, it's, energy. you know, my thought process, like all these things like that I want to strive for, that's important too. And we all say that 
well, we would do anything for our kids. And it's like, but would we? <laughs> but would you live for them? Would you, would you live healthier lives for them? I think it's important to note that although, you know, the two of us at where we are in our lives aren't necessarily knocking on the door of high blood pressure and diabetes, but the choices we make in this current decade of our lives will definitely show up yeah. in the future decades as a clear indicator of how well we lived our lives and the, the not even well, but how healthy we were and the different choices that we made. Like the things you do now definitely affect you in the future. You know, you can't just say, oh, I'm going to live life. And then, you know, when I turn 40, I'm going to really pay attention to things <laughs> like, no, yeah. that's not how this works, friends. Right. Talk to somebody who's in their 50s or 60s who are already knocking on the door or have already opened the door to some of those chronic diseases. And you will definitely hear a different story from people in those shoes who wish they would have done something earlier in life, but anyway. Yeah. So we'll end on that. Um, I hope that you can just ask yourself the question is money, the issue, or is there an underlining um, pain point that like Kitty mentioned? Um, So we're excited and we of course appreciate you jumping on and we would love, just love to have you share this if you think this could help somebody in your life or somebody that's on your mind and also just let us know an excuse for next week's topic because we love them yes definitely thanks so much 